Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Alex Hall in Fresno. Well, tenants still waiting on rent relief have more time before their landlords can evict them. The legislature voted Thursday to extend eviction protections through June 30th. That came just hours before the safeguards were set to expire. The new legislation, which will take effect immediately, prevents landlords from evicting tenants who have applied for emergency rent relief from the state. This is a TurboTax commercial that you won't be seeing on TV this tax filing season. The FTC has filed a legal complaint against TurboTax's Mountain View-based parent company, Intuit. The complaint says the ads are misleading and that a lot of people who log on to TurboTax thinking they won't have to pay to file end up getting charged anyway. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin spoke with ProPublica reporter Justin Elliott, who's been covering this story for several years now. Justin, can you just start by telling me some of the ways in which ProPublica has documented Intuit being knowingly deceptive in the way it handles both its website and its advertising of this free file program? Sure. So, you know, our coverage of this really ramped up a few years ago. And what we found is that there were a lot of people, actually millions of Americans, who clicked on ads or saw marketing that was claiming that they could file for free on TurboTax. And then once they you know, got halfway or three quarters of the way through trying to file, a screen would pop up and say, actually, given your tax circumstances, in order to continue and finish the filing process, you have to switch to a paid edition and pay us 75 bucks or 125 bucks or something like that. At one point, Intuit had actually added computer code to the website of a version of TurboTax that was truly free informing search engines like Google not to include that truly free version on search results. So if you, at that point a few years ago, if you just Googled like TurboTax free, the results would only show you the commercial versions in which you would often have to end up paying. And the kind of truly free version was deliberately hidden. Uh, They changed that after we reported that, but that's just one example. And is there any way to quantify how much money Intuit has made using these sort of diversionary tactics? One of the inspector generals for the Treasury Department looked at this a couple of years ago and found that in one year, 14 million Americans paid for tax prep software like TurboTax that they could have gotten for free. And we estimated 
at ProPublica that that amounted to around a billion dollars in extra revenue coming in for Intuit and H&R Block and other tax software prop companies. Hmm. And you and ProPublica also point to, in this reporting, the ways in which the IRS has enabled these dynamics to exist. Right. So one of the features of the tax prep industry and this whole question in the U.S. going back at least 30 years now has been the industry led by Intuit, which is the, the biggest player, spending a lot of money on lobbying and campaign donations to ensure that the IRS does not make tax filing easier on its own, because obviously the TurboTax business model relies on it being difficult to file your taxes directly with the government, because most people don't want to print out PDFs and figure out how the tax forms work. In many other developed countries, there are easy and free ways to file your taxes through the government. And in some countries, they even will just send you a tax return that's pre-filled out with with the data that the tax authority already has, as the IRS does. But that's something that the industry, including Intuit, has has lobbied against very vigorously for, for years at this point. That was the California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin talking with ProPublica reporter Justin Elliott. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! State lawmakers want legal cannabis producers to put health warnings on their products, similar to the ones you see on tobacco products. As KQED's health correspondent April Domboski reports, the primary goal of the new bill is to warn young people of the mental health risks of smoking pot. Kevin Bright was a straight-A student and a classical pianist when he started smoking pot. He was 15. His father, Bart, says when Kevin smoked more, he became psychotic. Voices in his head were threatening him, berating him, and making him angry. After California legalized pot, emergency room visits for cannabis-induced psychosis went up 54 percent. Dr. Lynn Silver blames higher concentrations of THC. Today's turbocharged products are turbocharging the harms associated with cannabis. The proposed bill would require cannabis products to carry rotating warnings about health risks like this. They would have to be set against a bright yellow background and take up a third of the front of the package. Business owners say this is excessive, expensive, and ineffective. Lindsay Robinson runs the California Cannabis Industry Association. We're not allowed to sell to children. We're not allowed to advertise to children. We have clear warnings on the labels, whereas the illicit industry has none of that. Robinson says lawmakers should be focusing on curbing the unregulated market instead of putting more burdens on legal businesses. The bill faces its first legislative hearing on Monday. For the California Report, I'm April Domboski. And that's the California Report for Friday, April 1st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. 
Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller and Jim Bennett. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin, Azul Dahlstrom Ekman, and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Toven Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Alex Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy harnesses the power of people and science to create innovative solutions for a healthy environment, just societies, and opportunities for human achievement. The California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just healthcare system on the web at chcf.org/health-equity. And the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.